Python. CircuitPython is a version of Python that runs on microcontrollers, which are tiny little computers. And it is designed for learning and uh, making getting started with programming super simple. Uh, we have this meeting pretty much every week on Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. Uh, we host it on Discord. If you are not already on Discord, um, you can check it out at adafru.it slash Discord, where we hang out all week um, and are available uh, for discussion outside of the meeting. Uh, this meeting is recorded most of the time. Um, we record both uh, the audio chat and the Discord text chat. So if you are participating in the meeting and you do not have a microphone or you prefer not to speak, you can type out your um, responses into the chat and we will read them off as we go. CircuitPython development is sponsored by Adafruit. So please support them by purchasing hardware from adafruit.com. The video for this meeting will be released on YouTube and it also is released as a podcast on most major podcast services. If we're missing your favorite podcast service, let us know so we can get that um, taken care of. This meeting is held in five parts. The first part is community news, which is everything going on in the community with uh, Python on hardware. The second section is the state of CircuitPython and the libraries, which is a statistical overview of the entire project. It gives us a chance to look at the health of the project in terms of numbers and to uh, recognize people who have recently been involved with um, contributing. The next section is hug reports. Hug reports is a chance to call people out for doing something good. Um, we try to recognize people for all kinds of things, and this is our weekly chance to uh, recognize uh, different people for, um, for different things. Uh, it is held in a round-robin format where I will start, and then I will go down the list um, alphabetically. If you are text-only, let me know. If you are lurking, let me know. And if I will be reading some people off who put in notes but are not in the meeting, and I will read them off as I get um, to them in the list alphabetically as though they were here. Uh, the next section is status updates, which is uh, the same round robin format. Um, it is an opportunity to take a couple minutes to let us know what you've been working on over the past week and what you plan to work on over the next week. It's a chance to sync up with what everyone's doing, but also an opportunity to get tips and tricks if there are any quick questions. And the last section we lovingly call In the Weeds, which is a chance for more long-form discussions that may or may not come out of status updates, um, or just maybe something that uh, didn't make sense in status updates and makes more sense uh, to discuss In the Weeds. If you have an In the Weeds topic, please uh, post it to the text chat or into the notes document so that we are not um, waiting around at the end to see whether anyone has a, um, an in-the-weeds topic. And uh, that is how this meeting goes. So with that, I will turn it over to Phil with Community News. Okie dokie. Um, I'm in the Lady Ada account. I guess I got to do some electronics <laughs> now or something. Um, theoretically, the Video will be posted up afterwards. The only thing I didn't get a chance to do, Katni, is test and see if the uh, audio 
and video recording is working because I just hit record. So mm -hmm. uh, it'll be a surprise at the end. Um, if you Excellent. could, at, yeah, if you could at me in Slack when uh, this is over, because I'm going to be in a meeting, I'm just going to let it record. I will mm -hmm. then um, go and turn it off. So uh, on to the community news. <laughs> um, <laughs> so first up, it was SuperCon over the weekend. Um, hug reports and, and shout outs and everything. Everyone that was there, especially the Adafruit team members, so Brian, Melissa, JP, and Scott. And then also, um, there's a video that I posted a link to. Um, Melissa did some badge hacking with the Python-powered name badge that every attendee got there. So do check that out, and you'll probably see some code and some more stuff soon. Um, Nicholas was just here. And he had to go, but I was going to say uh, shout out to Nicholas. He's working on a project with us, the Adafruit Radio module. Um, looking for folks to test it out. It's the um, stuff that's built on top of Scott's BLE work. So you can do very uh, simple but powerful things uh, with this API. So check it out. And uh, feedback is welcome. The ARM IoT Summit is in California in just a couple of weeks. Our Adafruit hardware will be there. So if you're going, there is specific workshops for the Pi badge. So if you want to learn about Python and if you want to learn about TensorFlow, um, these badges also run machine learning code and you can talk to them. And they're not connected on the internet. They're edge badges. So all the processing and everything happens on the badge itself. Speaking of SuperCon and Hackaday and events, uh, Sophie's going to be the 2020 Open Hardware Summit keynote speaker, and uh, Adafruit's a sponsor for that, and we're going to have some hardware, and it's in New York. So that means, and it's like less than 10 blocks away from Adafruit, and that means I can go, because I usually don't go anywhere more than 10 blocks away. So uh, <laughs> Lady Aid and I will be there. Uh, so that's pretty cool. And uh, we'll probably do something around CircuitPython specifically for the event. Uh, maybe we'll do a meetup or something, but just wanted to get the word out. Okay. Uh, Scott did a talk at SuperCon, but he also did, I think, the, almost the same talk at, uh, I think it was a Python event in Seattle. I don't know where it was, but he did a recording of it, and that's going to be in our newsletter and blog post, and uh, it's now here in the notes as well. Um, so if you missed the Hackaday session, this is uh, probably pretty close to that. There are over 25 entries already in the... Uh, this is like a Hackaday uh, community chat this week. Um, <laughs> this is, there's 25 entries in the Take Flight with Feather contest. Uh, from what I'm told, um, this was the fastest amount of entries for a contest yet. So there's uh, 25, and I, I started to list them all for the newsletter that's going to go out tomorrow morning. Um, check them out. It's super cool. And you probably have a good chance to win um, if you enter. There's a makerspace survey that we're helping to get the word out. So um, if you help run a makerspace or anything that's kind of like a makerspace, uh, do let them know that this is Nation of Makers, and they help get hackerspaces, makerspaces funding. And they work within the community, but they can only do that if they get um, information on how these hackerspaces help local communities. Since there's not a lot of tech shops and uh, there's not a lot of uh, places that have been 
fully converted to makerspaces, uh, the more information they get, the more likely a makerspace or hackerspace could even come to your area. I would still like to see public libraries, some of them do this, um, but I'd like to see more public libraries have um, like tool lending and stuff like that. Some of them do, and it's, uh, it's really good. So take the survey, maybe recommend your local library to do that. Uh, GitHub has this crazy, uh, they're gonna preserve all the software open source software. So uh, I, I assume ours is going to make it in there. Um, but you have till, uh, I think it's like 77 days left, and they're going to uh, store all this open source software in a, in a repo um, for a 1,000 years. So uh, all that CircuitPython work that we're doing, future generations can look at it and be like, that was a good idea. So get your stuff in there, um, and then, uh, or they'll be, you know, or they'll be using CircuitPython still, and there'll be sentient devices that are like, this is where we came from. Um, so make sure you do good code because these things might be run on the planet one day. Um, and last up, everything here and more is in the newsletter. Please do issues, pull requests, uh, anything like that to uh, keep the newsletter going. And that's the community news. Thanks, Phil. Okay, we did it. <laughs> All, right. All right, so yeah, just add me on Slack and I'll, uh, I'll go turn off the recording and I'll upload the video and ping you back too. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. All right. Next up is the state of CircuitPython and the libraries. This is a statistical mm -hmm. overview of the project. Um, in terms of numbers, we will talk about the project overall, then we'll talk more specifically about the core, and then we will talk specifically about the libraries. So overall, we had 28 pull requests merged, and this is across both the core and the libraries, with eight authors including uh, Cedar Grove Studios and Fia Codes, who I believe are uh, more recent contributors, and eight reviewers, which is excellent. Um, I always love seeing the authors and reviewer numbers being close um, and or more reviewers than authors. Um, always good because we need uh, reviews for this process to work. We had 10 issues closed by five people and five open by four people, so overall we are net down, which is good. Overall, we are working towards uh, 5.0 beta release, um, which should be coming soon. Uh, we have essentially all the features that we want built in, and now we're to a point where um, we're going to be uh, releasing some Bluetooth stuff that uh, requires usage of the beta. And um, since we kind of have everything together that we want to go into it, we are ready to move to beta. Um, in terms of the libraries, we are continually adding more, which is excellent, and we've had some uh, recent uh, products that have come in and uh, have updated libraries to match them, so that's always excellent to see as well. Um, and that's where we are overall. So in terms of the core, we had 15 pull requests merged with four authors and five reviewers. Uh, we have currently have nine open pull requests. Two of those are recent, and the rest are a bit older. Again, we need to go through and sort of take a look at those and see what we want to do with them. Um, we had three issues closed by two people and two opened by two people for net down one, leaving 195 open issues on uh, the CircuitPython core. Um, there are currently seven active milestones, and uh, the important ones right now are the 5x-related ones and uh, the issue's not assigned to a milestone. So uh, we've gotten that down to three, which is excellent, but we would rather keep that at zero. 
So if you if you file an issue, make sure that you try to talk to one of us about it. Um, if you don't have the capability of adding a milestone, and make sure that um, somebody does, uh, so it doesn't get missed. Uh, we have uh, download stats by board, which I will not go into detail about, but our current stable is 4.1.0, and we had 18,382 downloads. And our current alpha is 5x alpha 5, um, which we had 560 downloads. And we also break down the download stats by language, um, which again, I will not go into detail about. So next up, we talk about the libraries. Uh, we had 13 pull requests merged across the libraries with five authors and six reviewers, um, which is great, uh, leaving us with uh, 31 open pull requests. Also a fairly lengthy list, many of which are, have been open for a pretty significant amount of time, and again, we need to go through that. Uh, we have seven closed issues by five people and three open by two people, so we're net down quite a bit there, leaving 141 open issues. Um, for that uh, list and more, check out circuitpython.org slash contributing. Uh, it's a great place to get started if you want to contribute to CircuitPython. The, there's a list of open pull requests, a list of all the open issues, and a list of library infrastructure issues, which is um, us trying to keep up with uh, a series of standards we've set up for um, how our libraries should look and ensuring that all of our libraries match that set of standards. Um, we try to label issues as good first issues. So if you are just getting started, uh, check that out and see um, if you do a search for that, you can um, filter it by label and uh, you can see what ones we think are good for um, just getting started and you can check those out. So if you're interested in contributing, um, come find us. Uh, we are perfectly happy to help you through um, getting started with that and uh, get you going. And we have uh, no new libraries this week, but we have a number of updated libraries, a list uh, long enough that I will not bother reading it. But if you would like to see that, um, check out the notes and also um, circuitpython.org slash libraries. Next up is Hug Reports. Hug Reports is a chance to call people out for doing something good. Um, we like to do this every week. Uh, we like to give, um, take, take the time ourselves to recognize people for, um, for what they're doing with our community and give the community an opportunity to recognize others. So uh, this is done in a round robin format. Um, if you are lurking, do exactly that as uh, Andin Kinger North and Deherada have done and let us know. Um, so I can uh, read off any notes that are in the, in the doc text document um, or uh, skip over you when going down the list. So with that, I will get started. Um, I want to give a hug report to Dan for taking notes for today's meeting. Um, both of the people that often take notes while I run the meeting are um, at Supercon or coming back from Supercon anyway. And uh, so I needed help with that today. Um, I want to give a hug report to Maker Melissa, John Park, Sedacious, and Scott for representing Adafruit and CircuitPython at Supercon. Um, there was a lot of uh, really cool stuff that came out of that, and uh, you guys definitely um, were super involved, and it was uh, it looked really good. So thanks for doing that. 
And uh, another heart report to Dan for helping sorting the content and outline for my tutorial proposal. And uh, next I have Nicholas's notes. Um, a hug report to Scott for making a remarkably easy to create the Adafruit Radio module today and a group hug. I have um, a couple more people's notes as well, so I will read them off. Sedacious, who said unable to attend. Um, please read and post link. All right. Um, a huge hug to the Mike, Sophie, Elliot, and Red Shirts, and everyone else who organized and ran Supercon. It was the best con I've been to by a large margin. Sprite TM and everyone else involved in producing the Supercon badge. This thing is an astounding accomplishment of computing and a high watermark for open source efforts and conference badges. Melissa, Scott, and JP for saving my bacon when I forgot all of the cables I needed. Hug to Amelia for being a delightful person and bench buddy. Thea for a shiver-inducing, awesome, and hilarious talk on her love and devotion to the Yamaha YM21612 sound chip in the Sega Genesis. It is a must-watch. Robot Girl Erin for what was arguably the best and most ambitious ha badge hack, an autonomous tree-planting robot based on the Edge badge. Group hug to all the amazing humans I met for the first time and saw again at Supercon. You all made Supercon the best. And next I have notes for Summersoft, who said a hug to everyone representing at Supercon and a group hug. All right. Um, Andon is lurking, and so next up is Anne. Good afternoon. Um, I think everybody else kind of stole my thunder. I did want to thank uh, two groups of people. One would be the uh, Adafruit attendees at, at uh, the SuperCon. Um, um, we uh, provided some uh, machine learning badges, and I'm sure they were very busy um, helping people change from the default uh, badge mode to uh, a machine learning mode if they wanted to. And um, the attendees of, of Supercon who uh, showed interest in CircuitPython, um, we think this is a great community and we're always willing to try to encourage others to join us. And a group hug for everybody. All right, thanks. Next up, I have notes for Brent, who said a group hug and a special group hug to everyone tweeting from Supercon. It's been fun to follow. Um, next is possibly Carter. Are you lurking? I don't recall. Okay, so Carter is lurking, which means next up is Charles. I want to give a group uh, hug to uh, JP and Tanuk for the last uh, John Park workshop. That was that was a lot of fun to listen to. It was a, I found the uh, MIDI stuff most uh, most interesting. Thank you. All right. Excellent. Next up is Dan. Okay, I'll stop typing for a moment. <laughs> uh, uh, so thanks to um, Scott for um, 
coming up with the final reviews for uh, the uh, BLE uh, CircuitPython and library fixes or changes to the API. Those are now merged and make reviews soon. Uh, thanks to Jeff Epler for coming on board the CircuitPython team, and he immediately opened a whole bunch of uh, PRs, which I've been reviewing. Uh, thanks to Theo Codes, who is continuing to submit uh, very useful and interesting uh, CircuitPython pull requests. Thank you, Caddy, for running the meeting multiple times uh, in a row while Scott was away on and off, uh, uh, despite technical problems. Um, <clears throat> thanks to HeroEffect, uh, that's Lucian, for continuing to work on STM32F4. We got a lot of new features and things to round out the STM32F4 port. Thanks to Jerry for immediately testing the BLE uh, API examples after I did the merges. That was really helpful. And uh, Katni, as you mentioned, I wasn't sure how public you wanted it to be, but thank you for it's going to be great, uh, assuming that we accepted to have a CircuitPython tutorial at PyCon next year. That would be really nice. Okay. All right, excellent. Uh, so I have Dave Bracetti in the notes, uh, who says, group hug. Um, DeVoe, I'm not sure if you're lurking or not. I'm going to guess yes. So, um, B. Harada is text only or lurking, but has some notes. Uh, thanks to Lady Ada for reviewing all the learn guides that I updated. Thanks to Sedacious for helping me figure out how to add libraries to the Arduino Library Manager. And thanks to Katni for helping me figure out a good soldering setup. And next up is Hair Effect. Oops, wrong button. Um, all right, thanks to um, Dan uh, for uh, keeping up with all of my PRs uh, while um, Scott is away and, and giving good stylistic uh, assistance there. I appreciate it. Um, thanks to uh, Jeff Epler for coming on. That welcome, welcome, welcome aboard. I guess, uh, but you've always been here. So, um, and uh, thanks for you know helping me out uh, in the Superpython chat just now. Hey, um, and uh, group hug to everyone who worked hard for Supercon and uh, continues to work hard on the project overall. All right, thanks. Uh, next up is Jason P. Not sure if they are lurking, but there are notes. So I will go ahead and read them off. Uh, late hug to Katni for the GitHub learn guide. Oh, they just lost audio. Okay. Well, uh, that was the hug report. Um, and next up is uh, Jeff Epler. Hello, everybody. Group hug again. You just continue to make me feel welcomed. And yes, today is my first true day of uh, working for Adafruit on CircuitPython or being sponsored to work for CircuitPython. So just thanks to all of you. And yeah, I've been here for a while. I'm just going to be here more. So see you guys around. I may have to go before uh, status updates. I have to leave promptly at 2. OK. And next up is Jerry. Uh, yeah, just uh, thanks to, to Antol for the, the new toy. Looking forward to, to trying it out, playing with it. And a group hug to everybody else. Nice to be part of this community. All right, excellent. And that is hug reports. Thanks, everyone. 
Next up is status updates. Um, status updates is an opportunity to take a couple minutes to talk about what you've done over the past week and what you will be doing over the next week. We love to hear about all sorts of things, um, not just CircuitPython related. So if you just have something interesting you'd like to share, feel free. Um, we do this again in the same format. Uh, we will start with me and then go alphabetically. I will read off uh, notes um, and uh, read off anyone who is text only and um, so on in alphabetical order. Um, so let's see, uh, I will get started. So last week, I finished up the HCSRO4 US100 ultrasonic distance sensors guide. It is currently in moderation. Um, tested both on Raspberry Pi with Blinka and updated the code to include the Pi serial in it and so on. So um, a single piece of code now works uh, on all possible uh, platforms. I updated the US100 code to fail more gracefully. Um, it failed in a really weird way with multiple things. And so initially I put in a check saying, if it fails this way, I haven't found the sensor, please check your wiring. However, then I found that um, it was failing when I would hold my hand directly over the sensor in the same way. So that obviously was a insufficient check. So um, I worked with Dan actually on this and um, late hug report, thanks for that. Um, and we now have, um, it tries to read multiple times and then um, just returns none instead of failing because part of the issue is that, you know, if you're using this sensor, this distance sensor in a program um, or in some sort of project and you get something too close to the sensor, your code would stop running. So there would be try and accept in the user code and that's, that's silly. So um, it's much more um, robust now and handles the flakiness of the sensor. Um, so that PR is still open, but uh, that should be available soon. I started uh, the guide for the mini GPS PA1010D. Um, it's a tiny GPS module with an antenna built in um, that works with I2C, which is new. Um, all of our other um, GPS modules are either USB or UART. Um, uh, the overview pinouts and downloads pages are done. The fritzing object is created and I started the CircuitPython Python usage page and tested it on I2C because that code was just released two days ago. Say, Katni? Yeah. I'm just curious, have you found that you have to take it outside to get it to work? Yes. Okay, yeah, because I tried, my, you know, my other ones work on a windowsill, but not that one. <laughs> Correct. I actually had to get it to where there was no obstruction above it. Okay, good. Uh, that's what I'm finding too. I sometimes can pick up a satellite with it, but nothing inside. Okay, thanks. Yep. Um, so yeah, that's it's now sitting here on three meters of cable because I needed to drag it up the door and shove it towards the edge of the balcony. Um, so this week, um, fin finish up the mini GPS guide. I need to test it on Raspberry Pi before continuing. Uh, it should work, but obviously we want to make sure that it does. Um, and then finish the CircuitPython and Python usage page. Next up is a tricolor e-ink gizmo guide. Um, the gizmos are little circular boards designed to fit onto the circuit uh, playground boards. 
And so we're going to be doing up a guide for um, the new uh, tricolor e-ink version of the gizmo. Um, after that, uh, still on my list is finishing up the PyPI spreadsheet, closing out lingering, uh, read the docs and PyPI GitHub issues. And then um, something I'm going to begin doing in the next couple weeks is working on the Circuit Playground Bluefruit library, which is essentially going, it's going to be very similar to the Circuit Playground Express library, similar import structure, um, all the same features that are in the current one. And then once we get Bluetooth sorted and decide how we want to do it, um, it will probably have Bluetooth in it as well. So that is my status update <clears throat> and where I'm at. So let's see, um, we have a lurker and then I have notes for Nicholas. Uh, who said, I made a radio module that piggybacks on BLE with a super simple API. Check out the repository here, which is github.com slash ntoll slash Adafruit underscore radio. Added an Adafruit radio class to the Adafruit CircuitPython BLE module. The PR is there, and that is uh, pull request number 33, uh, which is linked in the notes. Um, SCWNJ, are you lurking? I realized I skipped over you for hug reports if you're not. Ah, okay, good to know, excellent. Uh, so next I have notes for Sedacious. Last week, the LSM 330DHCX bring up and testing, the LSM 6DSOX driver work, Supercon. This week, Supercon debriefing decompression, the LSM 6DSOX and 330DHCX uh, work and more badge hacking. Um, I also have notes for Summersoft, who is not in the meeting. Last week, didn't get a bunch done. Dealing with cracked car wheels and their replacement is super fun when you're about to start holiday traveling. In terms of Rosie PI, or Rosie Pi rather, and Fizza CI, Azure plus GitHub interaction complete. Started node interaction with registrar and event receipt. Had to think through design with regards to polling, long polling, push notifications, et cetera. Ended up on a push system, but rolling my own registrar above versus attempting to use something like Firebase. This week and the week after. Not much, probably. Starting travel on Friday and won't be back until after the holiday. All right. Um, Anden is lurking, so next up is Ann. Hi. Um, I'm going to use my time to uh, help make sure you all are aware of um, resources other than this chat uh, for CircuitPython. So first up, um, I think Phil also plugged it. We have the CircuitPython newsletter, uh, also known as Python on Microcontrollers or Python on Hardware newsletter. Um, the next one will come out tomorrow, which means that tonight I will be editing it and making sure um, making sure that uh, everything is just so for that. Um, can you hear me better, Dave? Um, please go to uh, adafruitdaily.com and you can subscribe. It's, uh, it's spam free. No one will sell your email. There we go. Try to get it. Um, and you can leave any time. Next up. Um, if you'd like to contribute to the newsletter, we love the community uh, 
pointing us to uh, things about CircuitPython or Python on hardware. Um, so please feel free to um, go to the GitHub repo and uh, do a, a PR or, a, or just post an issue and we'll see what we can do to add it. Okay, so next up, if you are a fan of Reddit, I've got good news. We have our own subreddit for CircuitPython. I'm the one who's usually posting there. And uh, I call dust from Adafruit and other places and try to post them in the, our subreddit. So uh, please join us there and you can get your news a little faster than the newsletter because that's usually um, posted every day. If you're a fan of Twitter, of course, we're there too. So um, please follow uh, Adafruit for the widest selection. And uh, there's also a CircuitPython uh, account which tends to try to pull the CircuitPython-specific content from the Adafruit feed. So um, that's probably one of the most active places that uh, we have CircuitPython news. So uh, we encourage you to join us there. And I think I'm probably forgetting another one. Caught catneitis. So uh, <laughs> um, there, there. If there's a way of communicating, there's probably a, a way of getting Circuit Python. So uh, always looking for the community to uh, engage us in how we can best uh, provide information to everyone. Thank you very much. Thanks, Anne. All right, next I have notes from Brent, who says, no circuit Python this week, maybe picking up back up again next week with a new guide. Carter is lurking, so next up is Charles. Well, my, we, my project is collecting hardware for a, uh, a uh, Sunbox synth, which I will use, use circuit Python. I will be using CircuitPython to talk uh, to talk MIDI to it, so there there's a little bit of CircuitPython involved. Nice. That's it for me. <laughs> All right. An update. Okay. Next up is Dan. Okay. So as I mentioned, <clears throat> we've we've gotten the changed API. Um, PRs merged into CircuitPython and the Adafruit BLE library. Um, with TAC, um, who uh, um, does a lot of our Bluefruit stuff on our Arduino, we're uh, defining BLE services that will be working with a new um, iOS and Android app that will provide functionality for um, controlling uh, things on the Circuit Playground Bluefruit, getting data from the sensors and controlling the pixels and so forth. And so there'll be a nice demo app for that uh, available in the not too distant future. So based on the other PRs, we're going to have a 5.00, probably beta zero release really soon, like in the next couple of days, which will have the new BLE changes. And as soon as that's released, then I'll start updating 
the um, we have about half we have half a dozen uh, blue fruit uh, Bluetooth uh, projects already that use the circuit playground blue fruit or the feather NRF fifty two eight forty and we'll be changing the sample code for the example code for those to use the new API and you won't see that many changes the bulk of these programs are controlling the NeoPixels and stuff like that it's just setting up the connection mostly that's different okay thanks Dan next up is Dave Brichetti ready I've been away for a while my students haven't been doing the Circuit Playground Express for a while, we've been doing Sonic Pi. Um, Ruby is the programming language and you make sound with synthesizers and stuff. It's very cool. And um, I mention it here because I wanna combine it with a Circuit Playground Express Circuit Python project. Um, if you look in the, in the um, chat, you see a picture that has some code on the right and then some application on the left and then a little window with yellow bars on an orange background. And this is a visualization of a bubble sort, which of course is one of the worst performing sorts, but an easy one to understand. And the program, which is written in Kotlin on the right, communicates with Sonic Pi using um, using the network and some standard I hadn't heard of called open sound control, I believe. I bet there's some people here who use it. And it um, it sends commands to the to Sonic Pi to tell it to play the sequence of notes corresponding to the height of those bars, just over a I think it's a two octave uh, pentatonic scale. So the part that's most interesting to this group probably is that now I want to replace that computer simulation of the, of the or the visualization of the bars with a mechanical one with um, servo motors. So I think um, Circuit Playground Express, Circuit Python, some servo motors, um, serial communication from the Kotlin program, and then I can have little I don't know what they would be, strips of yellow pieces of cardboard controlled by servo motors, but some kind of physical, real-world um, visualization of that bubble sort. So that's my current interest. Very cool. Thank you very much. All right, so next I have the Harada in the notes. Last week, added instructions for installing Arduino libraries via the Arduino Library Manager to a bunch of learn guides, added some Arduino libraries to the Arduino Library Manager, and wrote the circuit Python code for a bike turn signal using NeoPixel. This week, update learn guides that use the libraries that recently got added to the Library Manager, find a way to attach the turn signal to my bike, and working on a heated glove. Next up is Hair Effect. Uh, so last week, I worked mostly on um, very small timing uh, code uh, for the SDM32 port uh, involving delays and then uh, the NeoPixel, um, which requires very precise timing. Um, and kind of was getting into the uh, guts of the uh, device watchdog trace module, as well as SysTick as a part of that. Um, making some calls on the front of those we want to use. Um, probably still some decisions to be made there, but NeoPixel support is in. 
uh, and uh, is working. Hopefully, will be merged soon, so we'll have status LEDs working properly across the SCN32 port um, pretty soon. Uh, this week, I'm going to be working on adding new boards uh, to the STM32 port uh, support package. So we'll have um, hoping to get the uh, mal bit in there, uh, as well as a couple of these little kind of funky boards from China that are uh, often very cheap and kind of fun to work with because uh, they have a very small profile. Um, and I'll also be working on just kind of general cleanup work as a part of uh, getting all kind of the basic capabilities of the STM32 port in there. Um, and uh, probably discussing priorities about kind of what comes next after the kind of basic functionality. So um, yeah, for me. Excellent, thank you. Uh, Jason P has notes. Um, no updates worthy of airtime this week. <laughs> all right, and uh, Jeff who had to leave um, has uh, notes that I will read off. Last week and today, worked on updating the Korean translation PR. However, missing glyphs are still considered a blocker and my work did not address that. It did lead to a smaller merge PR to fix the translation building process. Prepared a PR for speeding up background tasks. 34% performance uplift on Metro M4 on computational task. Background tasks taking up 0.5% of CPU as long as no display audio, et cetera, are going on. Dan's initial feedback means this approach may not work out after all. Prepare to PR to fix how GitHub actions work in CircuitPython forks. If your GitHub user, your CircuitPython fork have actions enabled, then each push you make to it will result in an eventual email that the build failed. This can be especially confusing because you may think your PR build failed. Investigating this and iterating towards a solution is complicated by slowness and wonkiness in GitHub actions. As a workaround, you can, should, question mark, turn off actions in your fork. This week, investigate the possibility of upgrading GCC. A new release came out the first half of November. We are stuck on 2018 Q2 version as a serious build performance regression affected releases since then. However, the new GCC is only offered as a tar.gz instead of a .deb, so it requires changes to our CI process. See above about the difficulty of testing changes to the GitHub CI process. Note to self, public documentation about how to build CircuitPython would also need to be updated. Worked on audio bugs, such as issue number 2255, uh, a, general, a report of a general problems with the NRF I2S audio. First step is to reproduce a problem. And doodling on a Feather PCB design might enter the Hackaday contest if it comes together. And next up is Jerry. Yeah, um, just uh, no idea where, what happened to the week, but lots of lots of fun stuff playing with, you know, as many things as I could, but uh, nothing really special to report. I did finally get a STM32 uh, up and running uh, with CircuitPython. That was that was fun and easy. The guide worked great, and uh, made you know tried out a few I2C devices and uh, put an airlift board on it, uh, following Lydia's suggestion, and that that all worked great. So. Looking forward to playing with that. And next week will probably be a lot like that. All right, excellent. And that is status updates. Thanks, everyone. So next up is In the Weeds. Um, I don't see anybody having posted an In the Weeds topic to the chat or into the notes document. Um, normally, In the Weeds is an opportunity for more long-form discussions. Um, things that come out of status updates or just questions uh, that don't make sense 
in status updates um, and might require a longer discussion. We often move that in the weeds. We put it at the end so that uh, those who are listening to or watching this meeting can um, watch the first part and maybe they're not into the more deeper discussion. So you can skip over the end and that is why we leave it there. Um, that being said, uh, since we don't have any in the weeds topics and we are, uh, despite the late start, around about where we normally end anyway, um, I will go ahead and wrap up. This has been the CircuitPython Weekly for November 18th, 2019. Um, we're here every Monday um, at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. Uh, if there are ever any changes due to holidays or uh, any other reasons, we will let people know in the CircuitPython channel on the Adafruit Discord. We are also in Discord all week. So feel free to join us there if you want to chat with us uh, outside the meeting. Um, and uh, and um, any kind of questions or, or whatnot that you have, uh, we are around all week as well. Um, the next meeting should be at the same time. If it's not, like I said, we will let people know. And if you would like to be notified about these meetings, uh, we have a CircuitPythonistas role on Discord that if you join, we can add you to. Uh, and then we let you know about any changes to the meetings or um, notify you uh, about when the meetings are going to start and that sort of thing. So with that, I will say thank you to everyone who participated. Thank you to everyone who's listening to this later. And thank you to our entire community. Uh, we really appreciate everything that you do. So thanks, everyone. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Katni. So, see you later.